This is the 2022 Civic Touring. Yep. The 11th generation, mm-hmm. and we like the Civic Si. That was actually the first bit, Civic yes. that we drove of this generation. Yep. And the braking sensor is still on. It's probably because the cameras are blocking it up top. Yes. Uh-huh. That's pretty exciting. Hmm. I thought it was birds. I was getting really excited that it was going to be the birds. Like, aim for the birds in the road, and it would just tell you to brake, but... Uh, no. Okay, we're about to pull the front cam completely. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to change cameras. Yeah. Okay, stand by while we change cameras. <laughs> no more hood cam. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit here in the review like this. I think you should. Just point it out the front for occasional <laughs> shots. This is what we call the Honda hood cam. <laughs> I go like this. Exactly. This is the Honda hood cam, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Because the sensors are wrecking the normal shot. Here, I need you to see it. Do you see Honda hood cam? I think Honda it got fixed. Cam. Well, that just means the sensors are right up here. Uh-huh. All right. Well, speaking of technology, <laughs> I have divided this car into technology I'm glad was invented. Okay. And technology that really sucks and I wish wasn't invented. That's a good okay? group. VTech is awesome. Yes. And Honda has refined it over the years. Mm-hmm. They have done many different iterations of it. But now, on this 11th generation, the Civic Touring, the VTech is on the exhaust cam. Okay. Which means it enables the engine to make the same power as the older non-VTEC engines while using regular fuel. Yeah. That yes. is a good thing, especially in the time of high gas prices, and it gets great gas mileage. It 34 does. combined. 34 combined. 38 on the highway, and if you get yes. the lesser engine, the lower model, you can get maybe as much as 40, but 38 on the highway is phenomenal. 31 in the city, 34 combined. That is excellent. Yes. We loved the new SI. But awesome. I cannot take away the fact that you stepped down from the SI and the car is still really good. And the car that I kept thinking of that is in the same category as this, same part of the market, and we, we've driven the upper level and the lower level, and we like them all, mm-hmm. is the current Corolla. Okay. The Corolla is one of those cars that we've overlooked because it hasn't been very good and like some versions have been okay and whatever. But We've overlooked it for decades. But <laughs> the current Corolla, we've driven it in pretty much every trim and we like yeah. it quite a bit. Yeah. And we had the Corolla XSE trim as a sedan for one of our comparisons. Mm-hmm. And I kept circling back to compare those two cars. And the hatch, the XSE hatch. Was with, with exactly. And that yeah. XSE trim sedan was almost the exact same price, mm-hmm. and it's very similar in power, except this is a turbo. Yes, right. Little right. 1.5 liter turbo engine. The base model gets the bigger engine, no turbo, of this. Gets the 2 liter. Right. And a slightly no differently yeah. ratioed CVT. There's a different CVT on the lower model mm-hmm. than there is mm-hmm. in this one. Yep. And the CVT is okay. Can it be that bold? It's okay? Well, it's in the category now. We have to touch on technologies I wish weren't invented. Mm-hmm. Selfie sticks. Yes. Speed mm-hmm. cameras. True. Automated extended car warranty phone calls. <laughs> Have you got one of those? Your car may be out of warranty. Yes, it is. And, of course, CVT transmissions. You've heard us rant about them. Mm -hmm. They are the bane of existence to humankind. And it seems like it neuters the car. It takes away all fun. Mm -hmm. Except you're right. This is kind of decent. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's not as overprotective of the car. Like, ooh, don't, don't rev that's it too hard. To don't no, that's good don't drive too yeah. hard yeah. because be careful, kids. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. The one in this is sort of like, sure, let's try it out. <laughs> like, I could try that. That's cracking good. a beer like, <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Sure, let's try that. <laughs> 180 horsepower engine, 177 pound-feet of torque. Yep. And it seems like this doesn't get in the way of the power. 
especially in sport mode, and it hangs onto a gear. And in the touring model, this trim level is the only one with paddles on the steering wheel. And when you downshift and continue to downshift, it doesn't protect the engine like, ooh, 4,000 RPM is a little high. We better not go that high. you got to be careful. I only go to 6,500. We're at four. i got to be worried. Yeah. This transmission is just like, screw it. Yeah. Let's rev the engine. Let's, Let's try that. Downshift. That's funny. There's some sporting character yes. that is surprising and unexpected Are you even in the in? touring. Are you in sport? I am in sport. You yes. are in sport. Good. You can't move the lever no, into like a gear because there are no gears. Yes, there are no gears. But when you start to get after it, mm-hmm. it's actually yes. pretty quick mm-hmm. on the upshifts and downshifts. So here we're in fourth, third. Let's see if it over revs. See, it did it. Went to second. Yeah. It's just hanging out. I like that. Yeah. Props to Honda. Yeah, for sure. Honda has claimed that the Civic is their number one car to get people to the Honda brand. Yes. For young drivers, mm-hmm. for multicultural buyers. Mm-hmm. They have done a great job on the Civic. I never paid attention to the Civic, much like... We didn't pay attention to the Corolla for years. Mm -hmm. Then the new SI came out, and we thought, what's this? Yeah. This is great. Drives well. Same thing with the Touring. I had high hopes, and I am not disappointed. This 11th gen is a fantastic refinement of the Civic from the 10th gen. Yeah. In styling, in handling dynamics. We drove the last gen Civic in pretty much every form as well, and we loved the Type R, and the rest of them we were a bit mixed on. This is stepping down into the I am not a sporting person. That's what I think is interesting. This is the right. non-sporty trim. It's the loaded trim. It's thirty grand, just under, but it's not the I'm dr- about driving first, mm-hmm. which is the SI and certainly the Type R, and yet this has good dynamics, excellent bones, if you will. It does, yeah. To just drive, just have. We never like to dive deep into specs, but they are revealing when we feel something about the character of our car. Mm. And that is the steering ratio. Mm. On the Alfa Romeo Giulia, we have loved on that car because it's so quick. It has great handling, good steering feel. Very sharp turn-in, yes. 11.8 to 1 for the Alfa Giulia. Yeah. The Touring, this car, has 11.5 to 1. It's you amazing. You felt it immediately. Yes, you turn sure. into your first corner and you thought... What Agreed. car is this? It dives, for sure. That's interesting. And the Sport has 11.3 to 1. Mm-hmm. What is Honda doing? This is the Touring. This is Touring suggests... You're right. You've, you're right. You've <laughs> retired. You've checked out of life. <laughs> you're just... Yeah, fair. Cruising. That's what this would suggest. And it's not. It's actually kind of fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's surprisingly fun for the upper-level trim of a Civic. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. It mm-hmm. wants to move. Most CVTs barely drag you away from the light. You're right, you're right. Sucks. This one kind of moves, and it's actually, there's something here. I'm coming away more impressed than I thought, even though I had high hopes for this car. There's Audi influence on this car. You think so? Okay, go on. There's, uh, I think the two generations ago on the Audi A4, there was a nice kick up from the rocker all the way around the rear bumper. Oh. Same line on this car. Mm. Nice, strong shoulder line all the way down, except the lights are too big. They're a little bit like baby's eyes, you know, just the brand new world. <laughs> oh, a new car. <laughs> kind of is. That's funny. Okay, all right. But the headlights, actually, despite the Lone Ranger, you're, you're still, still going stuck with, with the that mask look. on. I know. I know Honda's yeah. still stuck with you're the right. mask. You're right. That's what I'm saying. You're stuck on it because they're stuck on it. I get it. For- I actually appreciate it. They have backed off on the aggressiveness of this generation, so it doesn't stand out quite as much. I think the 10th generation looks newer than this car. Interesting You see point. one of those and you think, yes. what is though? That's right. That's, that's, that's the prior one. But I do think this is a better refined, 
more adult grown-up design that I think is more universal. Mm-hmm. Now, on mm-hmm. the flip side, to your point, it's not as maybe interesting and quirky, mm-hmm. but I think it's made it a lot more just acceptable in general. That translates to sales. Yeah, right yeah you're there. right. You're right. Yeah. When you sit inside, the first thing I thought is, this is bigger than the 1992 Honda Accord EX that I had. I looked it up. It is the same length and wheelbase as the one you owned in the 90s. We're not just discussing, hey, cars have gotten bigger. This is the compact car from Honda, and it is currently (laughs) the same length and wheelbase as the 1990s era Accord that you owned. Now, I realize that's 30 years ago, but it always had plenty of space. I mean, the back seat in this car Mm -hmm. is excellent. We noted that on the Civic Si. We're Mm -hmm. scratching our heads going, what sorcery is this? Mm -hmm. What did Honda do? How do you pack the package of this and have excellent back seat space? I mean, excellent, mm-hmm. better than cars bigger than this. Better than most. Genesis G70, mm-hmm. Acura TLX. Oh, big time. Big time. This is yes. way better. This is the car to get. You have people to carry. It's great. And the interior is also simple. Mm-hmm. I really like the joysticks uh-huh. behind the honeycomb. It's really cool. It's a simple, it's simple panel. And awesome. Yes, the screen looks stuck on, but it's not too big. And it's almost just kind of like it flipped up. Mm-hmm. It, it has that appearance. It just sort of it flips does, yeah. forward, and you just sort of leave it up, even though it is fixed. And then the seating position, great, excellent. There's plenty of There's space in here. Great space. This in is here. a Civic, indicating that it would be a small car. It's not. It's great, great for road trips. The seats are good, even though I'd like a little bit more lumbar back there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the seats are decent. You sit low, and everything is so clear and intuitive to the point where I needed the recirculate button. Mm. It's right there. I can almost touch it when I do this on the stage. Right there. Perfect. Yes. They thought things through. The instrument panels, the HVAC is easy and clear to yes. use. And all of it's these great. knobs feel very high and they have a wonderful tactile yes. click to them. They feel good. They look good. Honda had a correction last generation because when they went with the crazy styling of the 10th gen they also went with a lot of everything's in the touchscreen. Mm-hmm. there are no knobs everything's haptic mm-hmm. guess who's done that this gen Volkswagen and Honda corrected and now with this gen they've corrected further there's plenty of good stuff in the touchscreen. Yeah. easy to use we've got wireless Apple CarPlay in here all of that is wonderful but you have actual buttons on the steering wheel yes. actual buttons and knobs here for HVAC which you need all the time and then lots of the stuff that you're going to dig into occasionally that's all on the touchscreen. They've balanced it out in a way that yes. I don't know that any other manufacturer has found yet. Everybody else has I swung agree. way into touchscreens and haptic, and they haven't really balanced yet. But Honda did it last-gen Civic so that this right. one is right. Ergonomically, they figured it out. Yeah, they did. It's got a volume up. This is great. Mm-hmm. And it's fun just to readjust the temperature. Just I just feel like readjusting because mm-hmm. it's fun to use. It's yes. cool. It's yes. interesting. and It's clean. It's going to age well. It feels well-built. And by the way, the wireless... Android Auto and Apple CarPlay is only on the Touring. But you're right. I mean, the simplicity here of, I mean, this joystick thing behind the honeycomb, it feels like an idea somebody would have had 20 years ago. No kidding. Here it is, and it works really great. But it feels fresh. It it does, and it makes the interior seem really clean, which is where everybody's Mm -hmm. chasing with putting everything in a screen. Let's get a really clean interior. They've done clean, and yet ergonomic and simple, Yeah. which is fantastic. I cannot believe how usable this is, especially behind the term compact. It just works. Works for so many people. You must drive this. At some point, you're going to want to change things on your car. And instead of just thinking about go fast parts, what about stop fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance, but why not just upgrade? 
You can improve your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with the Power Stop Brake Upgrade Kit. It includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware you need to complete your upgrade. It's all the little fiddly parts that I always lose. They're included too. Power Stop is on a mission to provide complete and affordable brake upgrade kits for every vehicle on the road today. Whether you're towing, whether you're doing off-roading, track days, including brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes by heading to PowerStop.com. You can enter your vehicle's information in their easy-to-use brake finder, and that matches you with the right brake upgrade kit for your vehicle. I haven't ridden over here yet. It's pretty cool. It's nice. Oh, Red. it's power over here? That is. Well, the loaded out Civic is power everything, isn't it? Pretty cool, yeah. That's pretty cool. This is best in class rear space. Having been in pretty much oh, everything, yeah. it's best in class. And you said it before, the rear space is actually better than many things in the class above this. I do not know how Honda's done it. I really don't. Yep. Sunroof, yep. got everything you're looking for in a car. In, I'm going to come back to power and CVT because we technically. Technology we wish we were in Yes, we typically. I'm in sports still. We typically are not huge fans of really tiny turbocharged engines, but this one True. is still really good. True. We also hate CVTs. <laughs> I, I can't overstress how much we hate CVTs. <laughs> you said it already. They mute the car. Now, yeah. I do not want you to get the impression that all is forgiven and this is a CVT and it's great. Because if I put my foot to the floor... Oh, yeah. Of course. It still does the rubber bandy, I gotta find myself droney thing. It right. still does. Right. But then I come back to Honda Civic Touring. Okay. Even in sport mode, I don't think you're going to drive it that way that much. You're right. The paddles, if you I kind of did. I know. I, we do. <laughs> Everything works great until the tires just let me down. We, we do. But, and I think, you know, look, you can use the paddles. You made this point. The paddles are good. I mean, but I think where this really shines is average driving. Okay. Yeah. Because if yeah. you go, you, you want to leave the light. And it has, because of that turbo engine and because of the way the CVT is, is combined yeah. with it, it just kind of wafts its way away from the light in that kind of okay. almost sure. electric car kind of way. You kind of go, well, that, that's a good amount of power. It's not blowing yes. your mind, but you don't go, come on, catch up like you do in some small engine cars. Yes. It's yes. just It just takes you away from the light. When you drive this at like seven tenths, six, seven tenths, like commute speeds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's superb. Yeah. And at that point, yeah. the CVT fades away. So it's just the way the power got to the wheels, and you don't notice anymore. And that's been my problem that's with CVTs. That's a good way of putting it. You, it does kind of fade into the background. You don't, you don't think about what it is at all. That's and good. And so yeah. many times, that's the thing, CVTs never go away. They constantly interrupt what you're doing. You're like, why is this car not figuring it out? It's the CVT. Mm-hmm. This one, when you drive it normally, it's fine. Yeah. When you push yeah. it hard, the CVT falls apart. When you push it hard, the handling isn't enough. Are you going to drive this car that way? That's kind of doubt. That's why it. they build the Civic Si. That's, that's why exactly the Civic why Type R. It bodes so well it's for exactly, the Civic Type R. Yeah. It bodes this well. This chassis is so good. Yes. Now you understand why the Civic is so good and why the Civic Type R will probably be amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. this car, as you buy it, $30,000. Okay, that's a little high, but we are in the loaded Civic. Mm-hmm. You can't get more Civic than this without going SI, and then that, of course, is more sporty anyway. Right, So right. this is your loaded out one. I struggle when I drive this car to understand why you would buy, I know this sounds crazy, the Accord or the G70 or those kind of cars. Yeah. Because, now, the G70, thankfully, is rear-wheel drive, but mid-sized cars start to not make sense when you drive this Civic. That's a surprise. That's, That's a real You're surprise. Because you right. drive this and just yeah. go, if I need car 
to do car things. And I can commute. I got to take people with me. I got to go to the airport later. It's yeah. got a 60 40 back split. It's got a big back seat. It gets good gas mileage. It isn't bothersome in the way it delivers power. It just doesn't. But it's also not a drag. No. It's not a grind. No, it's, it's not. not. A, uh, I got, yes. yes, it fits all those needs and checks mm-hmm. all the boxes, but uh, it's the car and I have to drive. Agreed. No, it's actually kind of fun. I agree. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. enjoyable and exciting to get in and just drive it. Good chassis dynamics. Yeah. Multi-link rear suspension. A lot of stuff in this class has the, the torsion beam. I mean, the Mazda 3, yeah. we love the Mazda yeah. 3, but it has a torsion beam now. And the Mazda 3 has been the standout for us in this class. For I a long find, time. I find myself at a bit of a wash right now mm. because I like the Mazda 3 a lot. The turbo's awesome. <clears throat> But a Mazda 3 yep. that's not the loaded turbo, and the loaded turbo is going to be six or seven grand more than this. You're right. So They're once you 30, step out of the loaded turbo, you're shopping $30,000. Yeah. I think I might get the Civic over the, the Mazda 3, and that's saying a lot because I like the Mazda 3. This car is sitting here not only in this class, just kind of standing up going, hi, notice me yet, but also the classes around it, especially in yeah. 30 grand. Yeah, at 30 grand. The MSRP is just under 30. And you cannot get more Civic than this. That's huge. Every box checked. Yes. With the power, with the gas mileage, and the fact that you can use regular fuel. Yes, in the turbo. This is in the turbocharged engine Mm -hmm. is a standout. And the dynamics are okay. Yes, there's body roll. It's not. It doesn't a, need to be more than okay. It, it, it has, it's still kind of interesting through the corner because of that steering ratio. It you has excellent it. body control. It doesn't do anything wallowing. It just it rolls a lot because it's not designed to be your canyon carving car. Right. But then on a commute or a, a road trip, any you'll normal be happy. driving, you're going to be perfectly happy. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. I wanted this to be good because we like the SI, mm-hmm. and I yeah. keep driving this, just thinking about who's the buyer, and the buyer is somebody that is just buying that is the only car I'm buying I'm just buying that sure I just need a car and I need to do everything and this is where I'm sitting here going I I don't think in that category you need any more than this you don't need to spend any more than this and look at what you got it's actually still kind of fun it's not all the fun no but you're having some of it yes so many times when you buy the all-in-one do-it-all car it does all the stuff and has no fun at all. It's yeah. just an appliance. Yeah. This does all those appliance things really well and still has a little bit of playfulness so that if you take an on-ramp fast, if you do a cloverleaf really quickly, you don't scare yourself. You know, I really shouldn't do that because I just scared the car and everybody's freaked out. Yeah. The car's like, okay, to your point earlier, it is that kind of crack a beer, let's try it kind of demeanor Seriously. that exists in this car that is by its nature supposed to be mundane. <laughs> and it <laughs> has that guy behind it. Yes. It's sort of like, sure, let's go skydiving. Sure. Not? I'm not made for skydiving. I'm far too heavy. I weigh 3,000 pounds, but let's jump out of the plane. Why let's not? Let's do that. Yes. That's a great point. By the way, this is just over 3,000 pounds. This weighs less than my Cayman GTS. Yes. My Cayman GTS is 3133, right mm-hmm. about there. This is 3077. Mm-hmm. 3,000 pounds. Yep. With a turbocharged See, engine. That's still It's CVT touching drone-y. red line at every shift. It's still CVT drone but it actually like, pulls the let's power go out skydiving. of the <laughs> It tries as hard as it can. But you can get this car in the base model, which doesn't have this turbo engine. Right, right. You can get it in the base model at 2,800 pounds. Yes, even less. With, a, yes. with 16-inch wheels. I didn't know anybody still made 16-inch wheels. So you can go base on this <laughs> car. Can. And I'm not recommending that. I'm actually saying spend 30 grand and compete with 
mid-size cars at $10,000 more than that. That is a coup on behalf of Honda, and that's the thing that every time I drive this, I'm really surprised by how competitive it is in its segment and the segments around it for $29,000 and change. And it's just solid. I'm just relieved because this bodes well for the Civic Type R, but it bodes well for the future of Honda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And every other product. Because if this is your introduction to the Honda brand, you will think everything is like this. It just gets bigger and better from here, (laughs) right? It's not all this good. But but you will think that this is what Honda does. But if this kind of resets the meter, yes, let's have more of this, Honda. have to bring this up because I read it in the press materials. Press materials always have got funny things you don't expect. They're always enjoyable. My yeah. favorite funny thing I didn't expect here is, did you know that the Honda Civic is the third most Instagrammed car? I don't know what one and two are because they're bound to be exotics, but according to Honda, the Civic is the third most Instagrammed car. So it's got to be things like Lamborghini something, Ferrari, what's it, and Honda Civic, third most Instagrammed car, yay. <laughs> <laughs>